Welcome to the Voice of Salvation programming, whose main source is to be an inspiration to you through the message of hope and peace. And this is only achieved when you remain in tune. Stay with us and you will be blessed. Shackled by a heavy burden. Shackled by a heavy burden Be the Lord of filth and sin In the hand of Jesus I speak And now I am no longer the this evening. Let's sing out that chorus one more time thoughtfully, reverently to the Lord as we remember the day when the Lord saved our soul. We're going to lift it up a cappella, no instruments. We're just going to sing. Lift it up to the Lord tonight. He touched me all together now. He of reconciliation given unto the church of God. We know that according to the Bible, God has given the church various things to help us to fulfill the work he has bestowed upon us. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, and God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, and thirdly teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, 
governments, diversities of tongues. We know that each one of these have worked to lay and build upon the foundation of the church. We know today through definite biblical proofs that the work of the apostles and prophets have ceased to function in our present day, for they make up the foundation of the church, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, which says, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So with this, we see that the church today is building upon what has already been given unto us. You see, the church of God is not here to build another foundation, for we already have a foundation which we are building upon. But within those things that God has said in the church, the Apostle Paul continues to tell us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, that there are teachers and miracles, gifts of healing, helps, governments, and diversities of tongues. Now, I'm not going to dive into each of these, but what I do want to set in order in this message is the fact that God is aware of what the church needed during the apostolic era and after that era and during the Great Reformation and after the church arose from apostasy and even today in our present time, God is aware what the church needs. If we were to group these things which God has said in the church, there's one word that comes to mind. And that word is ministry. You see, the word ministry in Greek is diakonia, which in turn is also the same word used in Greek when it speaks about a deacon. But within the scope of that word is also the following words, ministering and ministry. So in simple words, it is someone that renders service to another. It is someone that has become a servant to the brethren. This same act of servanthood was that which the Levitical priestly ministry did in the Old Testament. They were called for one specific purpose, and that was to minister. Now, having this in mind, I want you to notice that there is another ministry that has been said in the church of utmost importance. It is so important that many Bible commentaries, scholars, and teachers seem to skip these following scriptures because for them it is difficult to understand. This reminds me of the words of Peter concerning our dear brother Paul. When Peter once said about Paul in his writings that our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. You see, these things the Apostle Paul wrote were hard to be understood, because even Paul himself said, concerning those things which he wrote unto the churches of God, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that he wrote to the Galatians in chapter 1, verse 12. Now that same Jesus Christ who revealed his word to Paul is still revealing it unto the church of God today. It is revealed and made to be understood in the multitude of counselors, the general assembly of the church of the living God. So this other ministry that has been entrusted to the church 
is found in Paul's letter to the Corinthians. We read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us, and there it is, the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19 says, To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. And verse 20 says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Now, we were to break down these scriptures of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. We read that verse 18 begins with the following words, And all things are of God. You see, when the Apostle Paul says, And all things are of God, not only is he saying that all things belong to God, but he's also explaining to us the eternal existence of God. For when Paul says, and all things are of God, he is speaking of the origin of all things, that all things not only belong to God, but come from God. He is speaking of where action and motion come from, place, things, time. All of these things have origin in God. So in other words, Paul is saying the source of all things come from God. As we continue to read verse 18, it says, And all things are of God, who has reconciled. I want you to notice that word reconciled. That if we were to look at the modern definition for the word reconciled, we would get that it is the act of restoring something. There's nothing wrong with that definition. But if we look at the biblical definition, we get the word and we see that the word reconcile means the following that it means that it is an act to cause one thing to cease and another to take its place. Both definitions sound good, but I really like the second one, the act to cause one thing to cease and another to take its place. Which is that act to cause one thing to cease and take another's place? We will see that in the following scriptures, it explains to us exactly what that act is and the importance of this ministry of reconciliation. So in other words, Paul is telling us that all things are of God and who has reconciled. But reconciled who? Or what? Paul says all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. So in this reconciliation, there's an act that takes place. There's an action that must take place to reconcile to God the Father. But he continues to say, And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. And then he says, By Jesus Christ. Now it's interesting to note here that the Apostle Paul says that we have been reconciled to God the Father through Jesus Christ. He doesn't just say Jesus, but he uses the word Jesus Christ. These are two separate words, which are two words with two different definitions. We know that the word Jesus means Jehovah's salvation and Christ, the anointed of God. 
So it was through Jesus that this action of reconciliation would take place and it would be an act of salvation and it would be anointed of God and it would be divine. But what reconciliation? The answer is found in verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So in simple words, that is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against him. So in other words, the term reconciliation was that man would no longer be found guilty of their sins once they would take that step to accept the finished work of Christ on Calvary for the forgiveness of our sins. Now this would fulfill the scripture as written to the Romans in chapter 5 verse 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this scripture to the great reformer Martin Luther brought about a peace that settled on him, for he struggled for many years to understand the true meaning of what it meant to serve God through Jesus Christ. But I want to draw your attention back to verse 18. Towards the end of that scripture, the Apostle Paul says something very interesting. It is that the church has been given the ministry of reconciliation. Now let's look at what Paul says here again. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us, listen to the word us, the ministry of reconciliation. Now when Paul says, and has given unto us, that us was the church at Corinth, and also Paul. But Paul also includes us here in 2022. So in other words, if we believe in the words of Christ, that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church, then the church that Jesus Christ organized is still in operation today. And because of this, then when Paul says that God has given unto us, Paul is making reference to the church of God. So with this in mind, we must understand that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. This ministry is to make the world aware that the state of destitute in which humanity finds himself today is but temporary. For the agent of reconciling man back to God the Father is at work today through Christ. But if this were so, we must ask ourselves the following question. How can this be if Christ is not physically present here today to reconcile man back to God? Now, I know that we could say that the answer is that, of course, he, he sits at the right hand of the Father today, and he, and he is there representing man. But the question is, how is he reconciling man today? What agent is he using for this? The answer is found in the church of God. The church today, we know, is the body of Christ. And thus, we have become ambassadors of Christ, representatives of Christ. So if the church of God is the body of Christ in these last days, then it is through the church that we will see the ministry of reconciliation at work. But then again, we ask ourselves this question and ponder upon it. How can we say that only the church exclusively has been given the ministry of reconciliation? If this reconciliation that Paul is speaking about is only speaking of salvation, that's the question that we can ask. Now, in order to answer this, 
We must understand that salvation is free for all. And there are many peoples and organizations that can preach the doctrine of salvation better than any Church of God minister today. But when Paul is making reference to the ministry of reconciliation, it is not just talking about salvation, but it is talking about the full reconciliation or the full restoration that man must return to the relationship that was established and in full operation in the Garden of Eden before the fall of man. But what was that relationship like? What did it look like? It was man being fully subject to God and his word in all things. What did this mean? It meant that there was a theocracy, a pure theocracy at work. That word theocracy simply means God rules. And what did God rule then in the Garden of Eden? He ruled everything. For in him is the origin of everything or of all things. That's why Paul even stated this in verse 18. And all things are of God. So the ministry of reconciliation that has been given unto the church of God is to gather the children of God into one and return to a pure theocratic form of government where God is in full control and his children submit to him out of love and obedience to his word. Thus, the ministry of reconciliation that the church of God preaches is one of the full restoration of all things subject unto Christ. The whole world is waiting for this. We all desire for the return of a full restoration of all things unto Christ. Now, the agent by which this is being done today is through the church. The full ministry of reconciliation is for man to walk in the precepts of the word of God, to adhere to its laws, to walk in its ways, and to covenant with Christ as one. This is why the church of God today recognizes the importance of our commitment to the word of God as our guide in all our deliberations. This is why you and I must totally understand that if we want to participate in this ministry of reconciliation, we must adhere and covenant with Christ unto his church in order to understand fully that the full reconciliation comes when man not only accepts the work of Christ on the cross through salvation, but also covenants to walk according to his word. Covenant to tell God, we will walk in your ways. This is why the church is a visible body of believers that have covenant together with Christ in order to become flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone. Now this covenant in accordance to the Bible is best described and understood in our way by the covenant that exists. When God makes a man and a woman into one flesh through the marriage covenant. Now, this ministry of reconciliation to restore all things fully was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah when he said, For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Isaiah 62 and 5. This is why also John the Baptist said the following when he fully understood this, and he said, He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This 
my joy therefore is fulfilled. John 3.29 This is why the message of the church in accordance to the ministry of reconciliation is rather different from other messages that our brothers and sisters in the kingdom of God may preach. For the church of God preaches that we must covenant with Christ, not just the church of God, but the church teaches because the Bible teaches that we must covenant with Christ in a visible binding covenant to become a member of the body of Christ. This is why the Apostle Paul preached this message, and so we preach today. And this is why Paul once said to the Corinthians, For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a taste and version to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 and 2. Now that word espouse in Greek is harmodos, which means of carpenters or fastening together beams and planks to build houses or ships. But it is also a concept used in a marriage covenant. So when we're talking about the ministry of reconciliation, in reality, we're talking about that the church is here not just to preach, to be reconciled unto God the Father through salvation and the acceptance of being justified by our, by the faith, uh, by our faith in Jesus Christ, but it is also talking about that we are to tell everyone that God desires a full reconciliation or a full restoration of all things, that we be subject unto him in his word. We see this clearly through the agent that God is using today for this, which is the church. That's why the message of the church is a very unique message because it comes from the Bible and it desires for all men to see clearly this mystery today. This mystery that the Apostle Paul and many of the Apostles spoke of. This mystery that the Bible tells us. We are to see this. And how can we see this? When we understand fully that the church is here to function in the ministry of reconciliation. Oh, God's desire for all of us is to go back to the way it was in the beginning. Isn't that wonderful that God desires for us to go back to the way it was in the garden? And the only way that this is accomplished is through our full submission to the word of God through love. In other words, a ministry of reconciliation is a ministry to restore pure theocratic government within the church of God, where God rules. And man submits with love and obedience to his word. In conclusion, Paul says to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. The church is an ambassador of Christ. And though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. And here's the theme and the word that we are to tell the world. Be ye reconciled to God. Not just in salvation, but in a full reconciliation of adhering to his word in all things. That God 
lead us theocratically in these last days. I pray this message has been a blessing to your life today. God bless you.